What's up? Welcome to the Amazing Human Series podcast, a podcast all about amazing humans and living a positive life. I'm your host, Bree Palmer. Welcome to Amazing Human Live. Today, my guest is the wonderful Chelsea Pites. Please tell me I'm saying that correctly. Yes, you are. <laughs> she is an author, a Snapchat star, and many, many other things that we will learn about tonight. So thanks for joining us if you're here. I can't see anyone yet, so I don't know. But anyways, hi, Chelsea. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Wow, that like intro like made me feel awesome and like that was so great so I need it when when you need to pick me up apparently we need to go live with Bree so <laughs> thank you I was just telling Des earlier I'm like yeah just copycatting your guests no big deal <laughs> no I'm like a digital book tour because now people like write a book and then normally they go on like a media tour yeah. You feel like you're on a digital media tour? <laughs> I, would, I love that idea. You know, it's funny because so many people ask me every day, how do you feel now that the book is done? And I'm like, glad it's done. <laughs> um, it's for me, like writing this book was truly for me. It really, really was. It was for me to go through this experience and learn how to do it. And like it totally fulfilled that for me. So anything that happens now after is just great. So um, yeah, it's it's a very surreal experience, but I saw Kim's name come across. Hey, Joe, how are you? Kim, hi, Kim. I think Lori is here too. I don't know why she's not popping up, but I see it on the Facebook. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Okay, so let's like rewind, go to the beginning of the Chelsea story. So where did you grow up? Where did you go to school? That kind of thing. So I grew up in Southern California. I grew up in the desert in the Palm Springs area, which at the time was kind of a small town. And um, uh, my family moved to Arizona, which is where I live now, because um, I went to, you guys have heard this if you've heard me on Snapchat, I went to private Catholic school. I almost became a nun, which uh, is surprising to a lot of people. And um, so the nuns that were running the school that I went to in California were like in the same order as these nuns here in Arizona. So they're like, oh, you should definitely go to like high school here. It's great. So we all moved to go to high school here in Arizona. And then I just never went back. And so Arizona is pretty much my home. And I met my husband, Brian, who many see guest starring on Snapchat um, here. And he's a native. And we've moved briefly, but this is pretty much our home. So... I grew up in California. Um, I was a quiet, like super nerd in high school and college. I never had a curfew. I never got in trouble. I never got grounded. I never went to a party in college. And um, I graduated when I was like 20. And I went to college when I was like 16. So totally like just had, if I could like relive it over again, I totally would do that. And like, I have a much younger brother and I was like, enjoy all of it go to the parties be a young person and then i just started working so yeah in the convent in the nunnery yeah i'm just gonna wobble it in the nunnery that is for sure so that's kind of the the back history of me crazy that's actually like a little bit wild (laughs) a little (laughs) mind-blowing so in college what did you take 
I was a psychology major and I got my degree in clinical psych, which actually helps a lot for what I do. And I work with a lot of people all day long. So that was really helpful. So I thought I was going to be a therapist. Okay. And, um, you know, I realized really quickly that I'm way too emotional. And I felt like I wasn't going to be able, like I was going to take on the emotion of the patient. And so I realized that wasn't going to work out very well for me. Yeah. So um, really I've been kind of in the real estate world for like 17 years. So my like first like real job as kind of like a early 21 year old, 22 year old was in that field. And I've been in it ever since. Oh, wow. Okay. So real estate, but you don't technically do like... Yeah, I used to do real estate. Um, now, you know, my my audience basically is people that are in the real estate community, and I teach them how to use digital strategies and social media to build a niche and a brand. Um, you know, along the way, when I was in that business, you know, my my then boyfriend, now husband, was also in that business, and we um, lost everything twice in our lives at a very young age, which we're really thankful for that that happened. Um, so we really had to figure things out when we had no money and we lost all of our houses and oh. lived in and twice we moved in with my mother-in-law. Um, so, you know, you really learn a lot about yourself and what you can do when you've got to rely on somebody when that happens. And, you know, not a great idea to have both people in the same industry at the same time <laughs> sometimes, but we still are. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Hi, Leslie. Hi. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So does he still do real estate? So funny story that not a lot of people know about, even on Snapchat, is that my husband and I are direct competitors. <laughs> and it's very Mr. and Mrs. Smith, exactly like the movie Brad and Angelina. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because we've been married. It's coming up 14 years. Been together 16. And um, we truly like never share names of where we're going or who we're going with. And it's kind of fun in a way, you know, it's kind of like, wow, we sort of have like this double life. And the only time we ever know anything about the other person is if somebody comes up and tells us, like he even has like separate social media posts and all of that. So um, yeah, so we, we compete against each other directly. Crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. <laughs> That's very interesting. And he still managed to keep it together. So kudos yeah. to you guys. <laughs> kind of hot. I like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> All right. So, Trent, like you went to real estate and what you're doing now. And then where did social media start to come into the business? So social media started to come in for me. Let me think I'm trying to remember how it kind of happened. It really truly just sort of happened. I'm kind of the type of person where I'm like, huh, I'm kind of interested in that. Let me like, let me play around with this. Like when I was kind of like, yeah, I, mean, I, I want to feel like what it's like to write a book. So I was like, well, I'll write a book. So it was truly about like, let me kind of see, I kind of saw trends that were happening in our industry. Our industry was a little bit behind, you know, some other industries. So it was a little bit of a slow adoption. And in the last couple of years, it's really picked up and it's, it's absolutely a huge, if not most of the part of our, of our world and marketing now for our particular industry. So um, I just said, you know, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to learn it. And I kind of dove in and, 
um, you know, for me, Snapchat really kind of set off my journey into social media deeply into social media and understanding the different platforms. So if it really wasn't for Snapchat, I wouldn't have grown to understand how to do the hard work because Snapchat's really hard. It's really hard because it's really human and that's why I like it. Um, so that's, it just sort of like happened. And then they were like, well, maybe you should like do this. And then I, I kind of started teaching some people and then people started, you know, hearing about me and seeing me teaching. And then I said, yeah, I could put something together. And then I kind of just fell into this role. Um, and it's been, it's been awesome. Wow. Crazy. Do you solely only teach people in real estate? I have a lot of requests for other industries all the time. However, like I'm a big believer, you know, about niches and being super focused. And um, I can't be everything to everyone. I'm also not on every social media platform as heavily as I am in some others. Um, so for now, like, yeah, my, my industry is really focused on just real estate. But the thing about it is, is like, I try to on all my platforms teach philosophies of social media that, that anyone yeah. can, can use. Um, once in a while I give a real estate specific example, but, um, yeah, so for me, it's really about staying in that community because I've been in it for 17 years and I really get it. Totally. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, a whole lot of us here are not in real estate. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Learn so much from you. So clearly you're doing a good job of keeping it pretty like general, but not yeah. at the same time. So Rushing it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll have my own shoe out soon. Oh, yes. No, I'm kidding. Maybe <laughs> like a heel. Like, it have to be some sort of, like, amazing heel. <laughs> Can you please pick a brand that ships to Canada? Because Listen, if I got <laughs> sponsored by a wine company, I'm totally in. Nice. What yeah. <laughs> if there's one, like... There's all these ones on podcasts I hear all the time. Like, hello, Chelsea is your girl. People. Yeah, I, mean, I will taste wine. I will review wine. <laughs> I'm happy to do that. <laughs> the Chelsea strap. <laughs> Maybe flip flops. I feel like I feel like you need a, a line of flip flops. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> awesome. Okay, so. Um, as far as social media platforms go and as someone in real estate, cause I know like, I know a lot of people in real estate and to be honest, they kind of suck at social media. That's Where why I have a job. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I think they should begin. Like what's your thoughts on, or like what's your advice on where they should start out? Yeah. So I get this question all the time. In fact, I got this question twice today. And <laughs> literally like, where do I start? What are the top two things I should be doing? And do I need to be everywhere doing everything? First of all, the answer is you can't be everywhere doing everything. Even the people that do social media all the time, we know them, live streamers, they're snapping, they're, they're dual living through YouTube live and Facebook live and have everything set up. And it's, you know, it's a constant grind. Like you have to be like, looking at it and then once you do all that content it's all the engaging and all the commenting and the checking your notifications i mean it, it is almost virtually impossible <laughs> to do everything well all day long every day and, and it's okay if you don't yeah um you know for for anybody who is in a business in a small business it doesn't matter if it's real estate or not but they absolutely have to be on facebook it's just the the 
advertising in the digital space, I mean, you know, it's Google pay-per-click and Facebook ads and Facebook pretty much owns the world right now. So right now you've got to be focused on doing Facebook and Facebook ads. And if you have a Facebook business page, which is a whole nother story about business pages versus personal and like all that, but it, it at least helps you get found. I mean, there's, there's just a psychology behind Facebook at this point. And, you know, 10 years ago, people had a very different way of, of vetting people. And now you look at a company, um, you know, like a fortune, whatever company, and you may not get an interview if they can't find you on Facebook. I mean, that's kind of where we're at. So it's really important for Facebook. Um, and then I think from there, it just depends on what industry you're in. I mean, LinkedIn is really coming into its own. It's really kind of changing up the game. I love the algorithm right now for the video because nobody else is just pinning to the top. It's like old Facebook Live and the old days of 2015. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, other than that, then it's just personal preference. It's where is your audience? Do you like Instagram? Do you like Snapchat? Do you like Twitter? Um, so Facebook, for sure, you almost have to be on if you're a small business. And then um, I think really just after that, it's more of what your preference is and where your particular audience is. And um, I don't care what they say. People say, oh, well, my audience isn't on X. <laughs> well, you know what? You make it wherever it is because, you know, I don't think that people think Snapchat and they think real estate. Yeah. I have hundreds, if not more. I mean, it might even be in the thousands now of people who are in real estate who are using Snapchat or have an account. So it's really just about where you want to invest time building your community. Makes sense. Good advice. I think that it's, yeah, it's so, you can't, like Chris is saying, it's not possible to be everywhere and it's exhausting. Like, you're really, you yeah. really good. Five years all, ago, you could. Like, really, five years ago, you could, but it's just, it's too much now because you've got Facebook stories, personal, and now group, and you've yeah. got your business page, and you've got your Facebook ads, and you've got your personal Facebook, and then you've got Instagram, Instagram stories, the feed, Instagram ads. I mean, you can't, you can't oh my God, God. and maximizing everything at all times. You absolutely can't. You just can't You're do not going to be doing it well, or if you are going to try to do lots of things, just be expecting that it's going to take forever because you're not going yeah. to if you're not spending. And another thing that I always get is like, well, how long should it take me? Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Truly, and I, and I, I kind of go back to um, Mark Schaefer's book, Known. He talks about becoming an expert and kind of known in your field. And it's really kind of this like 24 to 36 months, really 30, 30 months is kind of what he, he comes to in the book. And I truly believe, and this is just totally my opinion, my personal interviewing of friends and whatever, that there's something about making a consistent effort. And it's right around almost like 18 months. Like if you, you kind of have to be like doing something for about a year to almost that two year mark. And then it kind of starts to happen and you've got the network kicking in. But it's, you know, these people who come to a class and they're like, I'm going to learn how to do Facebook ads. And I'm like, well, if you go to a class and think you're going to be awesome at Facebook ads, first of all, that person is lying to you because that's not possible. And second of all, you've got to be a practitioner. You have to get in and do it. Like everyone always says, where can I go to learn how to do it? I'm like, watch a YouTube video and get in there and play with it and do it because you have to make the mistakes to figure it out. Yeah, totally. I've decided I absolutely hate Facebook ads and I will not do this for myself. <laughs> two hours today, two <laughs> hours on a Facebook lead ad oh just to confirm that the category of the demographic I specifically wanted to go after is no longer there. 
oh my god like it's good the, experience though facebook ads world like some guy i was sitting in a meeting and i was like dude i'm doing the instagram for that like it was for kind canada i'm like my purpose here is to do the instagram page and he's like going off on all this facebook stuff yeah. and I'm like yeah <laughs> i'm like i think i know things but as far as that goes i don't know anything. yeah it's intense but you know you you get there i was telling somebody oh hey john i was telling somebody today i was describing it i'm like since you know i've got like an almost five-year-old son it's kind of like those big lego things and joe i know if you're watching you're gonna get this with all your bags of colored legos but you get out this book it's like a it's like a volume of a hundred pages you're like i need a hundred pages to make like this car this big and you literally are like okay page number one and you're going through it and like eight hours later you finally have made this small thing that is like what it's like doing with facebook ads. oh totally okay let me go to this section figure out this whole thing google everything i can and you've done one section out of the three of the Facebook ad, but it's still doable. So just like the hard Lego pirate ship thing, you can get there. It's just, you know, one hour at a time. Yeah, one step. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so good. <laughs> Such a good, like, reference. <laughs> My kids build, like, Star Wars things out of Lego, and those are 8,000 billion pieces, and I'm like, do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> There is a point that I just give up on those, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's hilarious. I love that. Okay, let's talk about the book, which, by the way, I will have probably tomorrow or on Friday. I pray that it comes before the weekend. <laughs> Yay, I'm so excited. It just, like, makes my heart so happy. Um, yeah, I wrote the book because I got really inspired by my experience with meeting that I was on this plane and I was like, I don't understand what I'm doing. I had this moment of like, am I having a like break with sanity? I'm on a plane going out of state to meet four people that I've actually never met before. And I'm going to like stay there for like a weekend. Yeah. And I was like, what am I doing? doing like if I told my mom this she would say are you serious so um but there was something about this app and it's just something I couldn't articulate and still honestly after all this time can't super articulate that that was bringing people together in a way that I, I hadn't experienced before and I thought well I feel like everything has shifted and is kind of you know been changed because of that so that's kind of why why I wrote the book and then I wanted to have the challenge of doing something I've never done before. I like to do one thing a year that is like that. And then the funniest part is that, you know, you go through all this, you get to the end and all you're just is like, I just want this to be done. I don't care like what it looks like, what, anything. <laughs> and it's so funny. And, and the, the, I've actually uploaded a new version because when I did the Kindle version, I uploaded a new version. There was one typo. Oh, no. One typo, and I was like, ah. You know what? I'm actually really happy that it has a typo in it. I, I'm happy that it's not, that it's imperfect. Um, that, that I don't know. For some reason, that I liked that. Um, but the next versions will will be fixed. But maybe that will be worth something one day to have the imperfect version. Oh, there you go. That's kind of fun, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate those kind words. <laughs> Nice comments coming in over here. One of the best books I've read this year. Oh, 
Oh my gosh, Kim, have you read any of their books this year? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, thank you. That, that's a huge compliment from everyone. Thank you so much for the kind words. You guys are all amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, okay, so just in case someone's watching this, which there probably will be, who are like, who is this chick and what is this book and what are you talking about? Like, what's the name of the book? What's the premise of the book? Yes, so the name of the book is Talking in Pictures. It's about how Snapchat changed cameras, communication, and communities. And it really takes you through the journey of kind of what was it about this app that was such a silly kind of like throwaway app that was really designed not for business, not for growing communities, and, and what was so different about it that, that big companies like Facebook of all things was like, wait a minute, something here is different and I need to look at this. And it talks about the psychology of why habit forming apps like Snapchat, like why people get so deep into it and have such an affinity for it. And then how you can really build a brand using a camera first platform that's in your pocket. Um, so it's, it's really kind of a little bit of all of that together. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. <laughs> that's that's awesome. I can't wait to read it. I feel like I, even though like I'm immersed in Snapchat, I feel like I'm still gonna learn so much. You, yeah, so you taught me a lot along the these years or whatever. <laughs> like years. Yeah, it's been like two years, I think. Yeah, Almost coming up on two years. It's crazy, like first face-to-face -face conversation I'm having with you, but these conversations, so. <laughs> Where can people get the book? Oh, yeah, they can order it on Amazon. It's Kindle version now as well, and so all of our international friends can order um, the Kindle version, and the paperback is through Amazon, and that's, I think, well, you got it, you were able to get it somehow in where you're at, so U.S., I think, Canada, Australia, I think, but then some other parts you'll have to get the Kindle. I don't think it goes all the way to Ireland, so Cammy's gonna have to get the Well, no, he got it somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. He probably like bootlegged it from somewhere. <laughs> like printed out? Like it looked like it was printed. printed it out, but then did get a copy. But I do think he bootlegged it from somewhere. He had an illegal import. I bet Nick Richwain illegally like imported it in to him. Damn that Snickers. <laughs> yeah. I call him Snickers now. Nick and I aren't really like, we haven't really had that many conversations, but one time I was going to send him a tweet and my phone auto-corrected his name, <laughs> Snickers. So now that's what I call him all the time. He probably Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. That's a good name. So who else, um, like, have you talked to, like, I honestly feel like you're on, like, a media book tour. Do you have other things you're going to talk to other people? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do a podcast tomorrow. Um, I've done a couple of lives and a couple of podcasts. Um, I'm going to continue to do a lot of speaking in 2018, so I'm lining up uh, some speaking dates on that. I'll be in New York in January, and... Texas, I think, maybe in May. So yeah, so I'll be kind of speaking here and there and I'm I'm totally open for more 
speaking opportunities. So hopefully those will come, you know, after now that the book's out, people are, you know, booking their stuff for next year. So yeah, I'll be traveling around doing some speaking. I know it seems like everybody like thinks I like travel constantly and like I'm at a conference like every week, it's every other week. <laughs> Boston is not that far from New York, Joe. <laughs> what are you looking at in uh, New York? Um, there's some like real estate things that are there. They're all real estate related conferences. Like a lot of you know people will have their like annual, you know, conferences that they're doing, or um, you know, like planning like out for like the last half of the year. So I'm sure there'll be like more things coming up as well. So hopefully I'll be doing a few more things maybe back in California, um, and who knows where else. <laughs> what else is up for Chelsea? Like, obviously, other side of things, personally, or whatever. What's, what's up? Well, you guys know I was looking for a house, and I gave up on that because, <laughs> yeah, so we're not looking for a house. But I am looking forward to taking a little bit of time over the holidays to just, like, relax a little bit. Um, and that's pretty much it where I'm not really traveling, you know, we're not really going on any like vacations per se until like March. Um, we're going to do the holidays in Colorado with my family and that's going to be really fun and cold. Mm -hmm. um, we'll be in Fort Collins for Christmas and, um, that's pretty much it. I'm trying to think if there's anything exciting. I mean, kind of like after the book happened, I was kind of like, <laughs> downhill everything is downhill <laughs> so yeah yeah that's pretty much it I'd like to um, I'd like to read something that's not business related so that's my goal to read a book that is just for, for fun that's good yeah yeah I was just gonna ask something and it completely slipped my mind <laughs> it's not cold. It has has Leslie's freezing on her walks in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> actually, we're. I'm not gonna complain because it's still pretty freezing here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice thing, Steph. You're so sweet. Oh, hi, Steph. How are you? So nice to see you here. Mm -hmm. The shady lady. The shady lady. Shoot. Not a good question. Hmm when that happens. What's it, do I like wine? Yes. <laughs> Was that it? <laughs> you haven't asked if I had any here. Oh, I do. Do you have any? Oh, there you go. What are you drinking? Yeah, I have a funny story about this actually. So um, Brian came home and he's like, so the 240 bottles of wine that I order every year, like they sent us the wrong ones. And I was like, oh, well, do we have to send them back? He's <laughs> <was> like, no. <laughs> So maybe we'll have 480 this Oh, year. my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was like, well, someone's got to. I mean, so you got it. Might as well be me. <laughs> well, you yeah. always drink red wine. I feel like you drink red wine mostly. I do love red wine. I am such a red wine drinker that I even like to drink it in the summertime during the day. I know, not outside. Like, I'm not going to sit outside in 120 and, like, have a, like, a glass of red wine, but I'll sit inside in the AC. Um, occasionally, very rarely, I get, a like, a yen for, like, a white wine, but it's pretty rare. But, yeah, I like a red that's, like, the super bold like mouthfeel where like your tongue is like you know feeling it and a lot of people don't like those but I love those yeah so I love wine <laughs> I think I saw a question from Leslie my fellow wine lover oh yeah they, 
What was the hardest thing about writing a book? Actually, that reminds me of what my question was. <laughs> the hardest thing about writing a book was keeping going, like keep going with it. Like there were so many times that I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I do not want to do this anymore. And that's when I went to Snapchat and people would say, oh my gosh, you have to, you have to keep going. You have to keep going. You got to do it. And like, honestly, it was the people that sent that information to me, like in those messages that kept me going. And then just like not knowing, like it would be hard. And I, I finally hired an editor and I was just like, oh my God, why didn't I do this before? So all I can say is that if you guys are going to write a book, hire an editor. It's a thousand percent worth it. At least mine was because I couldn't get out what I wanted to say, or I'd be like, here's what I'm trying to do, but why isn't it coming out? And my editor would say, how about this? Or have you thought about saying it this way? And I was like, well, hello, like that's obviously the answer. Like why <laughs> did I think of that? So for me, an editor was key. Um, some of you might've seen my horrible, like, darkest day of writing when I had to like cut up all the pages. Remember the sentences? I don't know if you saw that. Like, like every sentence of the page I had to cut and like reorganize because I just could not do it on the Word doc. I was like, I can't do this digitally. I just couldn't do it. Oh boy. And that was probably like my lowest point. <laughs> like cutting. Exactly. Yeah, it's like moving around like thousands of words. Like Oh but it, it's what made me get past it and keep going. So crazy. Do you recommend writing a book? Uh, everybody should write a book. Yeah. I think everybody should write a book just to go through the process. Everybody has a book in them. Everyone has a story to tell. I, I absolutely believe everybody should write something. Yes. <laughs> Leslie's like, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> go in. Write the damn book. Kelsey just said, you have to write it. Now you have to do it. I know. Joanne, I know Joanne's been writing a book for years. She needs to just publish it. Get yeah. it done. Get it I'm done. I'm going to read it. When, like, how, so when did you start the book? Like, how long was it from February? Start started in February and finished in September. Waited around for Amazon uh, for about the month of October. But it would have been sooner if I had that editor. I bet I would have been able to finish in August, which was my original deadline date that I had in my mind. So um, February to, yeah, October, basically. Oh, was the whole process. Pretty good. Really yeah, good. I was like, I just know myself. I need to get that stuff just done and, and be over and done with it. So that was like every weekend for like nine months. Yeah, and your husband said never again. <laughs> he was like, nope, not ever again. He's like, you have to write this book about us now because now, and I'm like, yeah, totally. So yeah. I'm lucky that I have a support system that was like, whatever you want to do, I love it. And then, you know, you got to know when you got to take your breaks and come back and do some family time. Oh, that's awesome. It's so good of them. Cool. Okay. So we're. We're in half an hour in. I think that's, that's pretty good timing. People don't have very long span, and I want to be conscious of people's time and your time. <laughs> I like to end these on rapid fire questions. Okay. You ready? Mm hmm. Okay, hold on. <laughs> no, I'm going to bring a good ones here. 
If you're stranded on a tropical island, what two things would you want with you? A bottle of the most expensive red wine on earth and a bottle opener. <laughs> yeah, good choice. <laughs> what is the first thing you notice about someone when you first meet them? Um, their energy. I am a very vibrational energy reader. So I know instantaneously if I like you, if I don't like you, if you're a good person, bad person, whatever. So their energy. Nice. Oh, hi, Snickers. We were talking about you. Are your ears burning? Oh, my imports and exports experts here. <laughs> um, if you're running for office. <laughs> 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 no one would see her though, so there's no point. Yes. That's hilarious. Oh, Leslie. If you're running for office, what would your campaign slogan be? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I don't know. It'd have to be something with, I think, Chels Chat. Something like, something that rhymed with Chels Chat. Nick, help us out. What would my campaign slogan be? Chels chat for the giver and at bat for Chels chat. I don't know. We don't think about that. I'm excited to see what people will come up with though. Yeah, you guys figure that out. You, I like. Yeah. Someone will come up with something good. I'm yeah. Sure. What was your favorite book growing up? Ooh, that's hard because I had so many books I loved. Like I remember being young and reading A Tree Grows in Brooklyn, and I remember crying when I read like where the, what was it, the red, the, something about the fern, something about the fern and like something bad happens and I was sad. Um, and then all the Anne of Green Gables, gosh, that's hard. I loved all those books. I was a big book reader. I went to library camp. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're kind of a nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So people want to know what library camp is like. You go to the library every day. And what happened was is, Whoever read the most books, it was like a big board game. And there was a big prize at the end of the summer. And you, the, the book level or number of books you read in a day got you to move the pieces on this like giant board. Oh, wow. Just like, wow. Yeah, I was amazing at the Dewey Decimal System. Like, I did it like nobody's business, too. So, yeah, I read all the books. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, and my last question is, what compliment do people give you the most? Uh, the, the most impactful compliment I get is when people meet me in real life and they're like, wow, you are just like you are on whatever platform. And that's a huge compliment to me because I'm like, wow, thank you. Like, I really, you know, it really am. This is me. I mean, all the crazy things, me up on the, the lift, getting my tires <laughs> whatever didn't know I needed to get out I mean I really am like the nutty professor in real life like I, don't, I just don't know why how I get these myself into these things so <laughs> yeah literate nice <laughs> yes That's yes cool. you are great. well this was fun thanks guys really fun oh thank you guys just That's to reiterate really get the book and please what is it called <laughs> <laughs> talking in pictures. <laughs> I literally just have to Google Chelsea Pite Snapchat when I was going to buy it because I'm like, I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, Lori, yes. Hot fast mom. Totally. I am the mom who documented dropping my kid off on the wrong day. Oops. School's not open. Yes, that's happened. 
kid, though, too. Like, he is the best. I love when you're snapping in the car and you can see him and his face is just like, seriously, who is this person? So over me. So over me. He's just like, yeah. He's like, why and how am I related to this human being? (laughs) Yes. Accurate statement. Correct. Love it. Okay, well, thanks again. Thank you, everyone. I love you all. You're the best. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was so fun. Make sure you follow Chelsea on Snapchat because she's amazing. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. Bye.